Welcome back to the channel. Listen, if you click this, it's because you know this guest we're about to have on is fucking unreal. Dude's made millions. The casinos don't like him. They ban him. Anyways, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you guys a little secret before we get into it. He actually goes into his records and shows us how much he made live on air. So stick around for that point because that's honestly gonna break the fucking internet. Anyways, Noosh, what do you got? The guys got so much cash. Yo. The guys got so much cash. Anyways, shout out to everyone that's been copying the merch. We are officially sold out. I think it lasted maybe about a week. So congratulations if you got these staple pieces. Yes. Check them out. Yes, yes, yes. They're gone. They're gone. But if you did get one, make sure you tag us at Money Buys Happiness, at Ernesto Guida, at Anthony Sorella. We want to see you rocking that shit, okay? And if you didn't, I mean, there's going to be another drop, right? So just make sure you know when that's coming out. Follow us. We always talk about it. We always post about it. Let's get into this episode. They know that I go flip mode when I bust the rhymes. Man's on a different thing, man. I told him a hundred times. I did a bunch of crimes and none of them were done for the vine. So you can take that bullshit and stick that where the sun don't shine. The summer's up, it's about to get real cold. Late nights in the studio with the bros. Welcome back to the NBH podcast, Money Buys Happiness. Guys, first of all, you're clicking this video because we got a fucking legend in the room, all right? Straight up. I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna tell you to subscribe. Like, you already know what you gotta do. But you should. But you should. Guys. You really should. An absolute legend. We've been so excited. I actually showed I actually showed this guy to Ernesto, I think, what, maybe like a year and a half ago? Yeah, and I was like, damn. I was like, dude, this guy's this guy's bro. rinsing the casino, bro. This is fucked. I can't even win five hundred bucks. <laughs> so, anyways, without further ado, Mickey, you actually what's just up, lose brother? all the time, no? No, don't, no, don't. Let's not talk about. Talk about that after. Talk about that after. What's up, brother? How you doing, man? I'm good. Thanks man. for coming, bro. Yeah, yeah thanks appreciate for it. Me. We just said you look glistening right now. Yeah, you're glistening. Did, yeah. You're yeah, shiny. I sprayed myself with sparkles. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually funny how we quick before we get into how how we got you on. I uh, I was leaving the casino at Hard Rock in, in Miami. And uh, I saw you posted a story. It was like 4 a.m. I'm like, fucking. Let me just shoot this guy a DM. You know, if you don't shoot your shot, you're never, you're never gonna get time, it, right? Though, if he was up, that's a good time. That, well, hey, <laughs> it, 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 turned, it turned out to work. He hit me up, and we made it happen. Well, within a couple of days, we're out here yeah. in LA. So, dude, once again, appreciate you coming on. We're uh, we're excited to get into this one. A lot of a lot of casinos do not like this guy right here, but we're no. gonna find out why now. But yeah. I want I want to go like to the to the way back. Because I want to understand your story and how you got to where you are Hold today. Hold on real quick. Ian, yeah. uh, my nail lady's outside, I think. Do you mind grabbing her? Thank you. Yeah, we got we got nails being done in here right now, <laughs> if anyone's wondering. It's I the have, first podcast ever to, to for one of the guests to get their nails done. I, know, so. I didn't have time this morning. so Yeah, we're about it. Yeah, I jump in the whip right when this is done and drive straight to Vegas. So, like... I don't have if I don't do it now I don't have a shot is yeah, that, is that like yet. your usual schedule like you're just flying around between places driving yeah. around going here going here yeah damn bro quick trips to Vegas yeah flying out of here no well you're driving yeah we're driving this time we have uh so <clears throat> I used to use PJs like they're my uber <laughs> I, I swear to god I used to take uh I used to take a private jet from Vegas and when we land on the tarmac in LA I'll tell the pilot I'll be like hey yo don't even leave the plane I'll be right back and my driver would get me from the tarmac take me to my house I never even go inside I just check my mailbox driver takes me back jump back on the tarmac and fly back to Vegas jeez <laughs> I like threw a party one time and uh I wanted like the particular hat to wear that night, and yeah. the hat was at my house in LA. So I just took the jet over to grab the hat and fly back in time. Yo, for <laughs> I rate that though because I would do that if I had a yeah. jet. Yeah. I would definitely make thing. moves for a hat. Like yeah, that's yeah. that's Why my not? vibe. That's you my know? vibe. The hat, the shades. Because yeah. like, listen, when when you're at the casino and you're and you're fucking winning millions, you gotta look good doing it. Yeah, hundred percent. Sure. So so okay. So let's take it way back. Yeah, I want to take it back to when you were a kid. Okay. Um, 
What were you like as a kid? I was uh, really wild and out of control, but it was like, it was like, um, like I had this aggression in me that I didn't know where to channel it. I didn't know how to hone it internally, right? So as a child, I'm just like a child. No, yeah. no, I don't know anything. You know, I'm just experiencing every feeling I was experiencing as a child is all we all are is the first times we're experiencing these. The first time I ever had anxiety, the first time I was ever sad, the first yeah. time I ever, you know, uh, scuffed my knee. Those are all first experiences. So as a child, when I had this energy, I'll call it, I didn't know that I can channel it inward and use it to focus on anything. I didn't know that. Yeah. So I was learning and okay. it took me a lot of years of having that energy where I was like, let me just get it out of my body. That's what I was thinking. So I'll just yeah. try to get it out and I'll get really wild and get really crazy and like get in trouble and I had too much energy and stuff like this. And it wasn't like ADD or ADHD. I remember back then all the kids had that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 No one had any attention. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't like that. It was like this. Um, I couldn't like describe it. It was like this. Uh, there's like hypertension in my in my brain is really what it was okay. and then it went and i was like i don't know how to stop this so let me try to get it out okay and then uh, as i got older I, was, I learned that i can like bring it internally and use it to focus on things yeah so how was like your upbringing like how was school like did you who were you hanging out with like what were you doing when you were like maybe you know a teenager um so i was always like a like a straight a student i mean not some b's too but uh, i was always in like advanced classes and things okay. but so what I would do is I would get A's, like I would ace everything in the like the first semester and then do nothing for the rest of the year. <laughs> yeah. Cool. yeah, and yeah. at the end of the year, I'm left with like a D minus. Yeah. I'm like sick. I'm Just enough. <laughs> yeah. And, but I was always getting like expelled and suspended. I was like a really bad kid. There was a, there was like a point in time. It was like, I don't know how many months, but this they hired a new school security guard because i was too out of control and then i still didn't chill out so then they made that security guard like walk i couldn't go anywhere without the security guard being by my side i'd use my own bathrooms and i could only use like the locked ones so that so i'd be by myself so they'd unlock the security would take me to the bathroom oh, unlock it lock that's it kind of like done. a celebrity move though at that age to be honest you're moving around with your own guard at that yeah, point <laughs> yeah except it was for the wrong reason of course of course um was it is this in this is in jersey this is in jersey yeah okay 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 so that's where you were from that's where you're born and so, any, any jobs at that time like were you working any jobs or um i mean i was like basically just selling drugs and okay. i was hustling however i could i didn't look at selling drugs as like a crime or a gangster yeah. move i was like i'm just trying to make some money you know yeah. i did everything like the first gig i ever had like making money i must have been like eight years old and it was at it's called loretta lynn's ranch it's a it's like the biggest amateur motocross race of the year and when you pull up they give you like this whole like packet when you sign up to race and it has like tons of stickers and magazines so what i would do is i'd go around to every kid who got one of these and we're talking like a thousand people yeah and in the beginning i was like hey can i just have your stickers well slowly but surely the entire uh event ran out of stickers because i was hoarding them all <laughs> and then i would set up a table and i'd sell the stickers back to everybody Genius. let's go yeah how old eight about eight yeah. okay so you're already making moves at that point yeah so you're already trying to do like your own shit like just be your own guy be your own person yeah what was your family like at that point so my dad was a business owner and uh, he was doing well my mother uh like worked like with my in my dad's office you know okay. and me and my brother raced dirt bikes that's what we did at the time Cool. Wow. Yeah. Was that a big thing at the time in, in Jersey or? Yeah, I mean, um, I think it still is now, but it's like uh, back then I was young and it's all I knew. Like that mm. was what I did. My first race, I was three years old. Yeah. And, uh, oh so, shit. Yeah. So, fucking, yeah. Can you even ride a dirt bike at fucking three years old? Yeah. I, I forget what age I was riding a bicycle with no training wheels, but I was, I was like pretty early on that. Okay. And uh, yeah, my dad used to be a pro stock bike racer, like a professional bike drag racer. Okay. So he, when I was like an infant, 
would have dirt bikes and he would just like put me on one in my diaper and we just like put around the Sick. street and stuff and i seemed to like it i guess as a baby yeah so as soon as i can like ride a bicycle no we training wheels he's like let's see if you can ride a dirt bike yeah it's when you were when you were getting those a's and and you know like getting the d's in the second semester what did you want to do with your life at that point i had no you ambition didn't i didn't know anything yeah i didn't know anything were you did you have a group of friends that you were hanging out with did you were you inspired by anything at that point i would say not so much inspired um i was just really on this yeah, I had a group of friends. They were like, so I went, uh, I was like with the most popular kids, like the, you know, like the jocks. And like yeah, the, yeah, you know, yeah. You know, that that was like my group. But I was like s- such a bad kid, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That a lot of times they would look at me and be like, I don't know if we want to bring him, you know, to wow. this thing tonight. So yeah, like, and yeah. I don't blame them. So I started gravitating towards like the bad kid group. Okay. And uh, so I had like a little bit of both, you know, I can flip-flop each day depending on if i felt like behaving you know? <laughs> how you're feeling that day i'm trying to be good today I'm trying to get some trouble yeah do you still do you still like talk to anybody that you went to yeah, high school for with? sure yeah for sure because that's a tough thing i know a lot of people just like you outgrow those people and stuff like that but yeah. especially you don't live in the same place anymore right yeah right but you still connect with them cool yeah. i appreciate you gamble with them mm, i've probably gambled with like a couple of them okay but the thing is that i felt like a lot of them abandoned me at some point in my life um when it was no longer a conscious decision do i want to get in trouble today or do i want to be good and i had lost that free will and i and my life had took a negative turn and i was no longer in control of my own life they all abandoned me you know and stopped taking my calls stop hanging out Mm. with me stop helping me didn't show me no love and they let me suffer really bad so for those ones who a lot of those ones have reached out now that i'm like I was about to no say. Shit, I was about know? to say no they're probably shit. reaching back out now. <laughs> they can suck my dick. <laughs> How old were you when when that was happening? Like when you when you realized that you know what people are actually not even want to hang out with me anymore. Like I'm I'm fucking. Well, a well, bad what's going on at that point? Yeah. What's going on at that point? I was like, uh, you know, I was like partying really hard, committing a lot of crimes, okay. like doing drugs, stuff like that. I went to uh, like uh, I went to like these juvenile prison programs, okay. and it started when I was uh, I got sent it. So I went in when I was. Uh, just before I turned 15 or no, I was 15. Okay. And I did uh, like a, I did a full year. Right. And when I got out, um, I was on like, like, like probation and juvenile parole and like all these things. I had like a lot hanging over my head and I was like, all right, I'm going to like try to chill out. And I got back with all the good popular kids, the ones that weren't really pushing, you know, getting in okay, trouble. Yeah. And we all like immediately like linked back up. We're like all gravy. And then nice. I became like 18, 17, 18, started like really getting, going hard and, you know, drugs and getting in like adult trouble. I remember uh, I had a group of friends that their high school trip was to go on senior year, was to go into the local jail. And so they learn a lesson, you know, wow. it's like, hey, like you're about this to- This is what you, you don't want to do. Yeah, you're yeah. about to turn 18. Don't do this. You'll end yeah, up in there. Yeah, yeah. And I was in the jail. So wow. I'm in the yard and they're walking oh, in the hallway wow. and we're like banging on the glass like, yo, what up? <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. How, well, how, sorry. Yeah, how, how was that one year there? Yeah. How was that experience? Yeah. It was terrible. So I've been to like, you know, all the big boy jails and uh, it was actually the worst one I've ever been to. And I think it gave me this concept of lack of consequence because moving forward, I was like, there's no way anything on this planet could be worse than the environment I was in wow. as a kid. So like, bring it on, you know? Yeah. So I was committing adult crimes as an adult and I'm like, I don't care where you send me, it'll never equate to that. Be this bad. Yeah. Did you Damn. end up going back to jail after that year in juvie? Yeah, of course. I, I went to, I used, yeah, I've been, yeah, yeah. Yeah. How many times have you been in and out? Bro, I don't even know. I used to go to jail so much, my mother became a bail bondsman. Wow. That's a true story. Come on. Yeah. Come on. yeah, it's a true story. Shit. You gotta love the support, though. <laughs> you gotta love the support. My mom would do the same, bro. Yeah. Um, okay, wow. so so wow. I, I guess that, that's that's a tough like upbringing. 
right? You're bouncing around between friend groups. What did you learn a lot about? Like, what did you learn about your environment and the people around you? Because we like to say this too, and, and a lot of people say this, but like you're the you're the average of the five people around you. You know, that's what they like to say, and I kind of agree with it. Do you do you see that now? After bouncing around between groups and and trying to find the people that you want to be with, um, I mean the the five people you're around, right? Obviously, will influence you. Like if you're around them and all five of them are like, "Hey, let's go do this thing." Yes. How can you be like, no, "We're friends and we're all we're friends because we all have like compatible traits." Yeah. But I'm the only one that doesn't ever want to do the same things as you. Then we must not be compatible. We're not friends. Yeah. yeah. So it's definitely there. Definitely holds validity for sure. Yeah. And and is that something that, I mean, what did you learn from your environment? throughout those years i learned that i can survive in anything yeah which is which is like i'm sure that's what big, i'm getting from this you know yeah, <laughs> which is a big part of it okay when does gambling come into play this is what so, i gotta know is there an age group is there a time and, and how does it happen yeah so i mean i come from like a thick bloodline of gamblers okay. right one time i in i think it was in my no first no jumper interview i said um that my family used to own casinos it got blown so out of proportion. Yes, yeah. yes. Let, me, let me tell you, like, the reality. Okay, right? okay, the right. reality is, like, 70 years ago, my grandfather's brother had a piece of a small casino in London and, like, lost it not too long after gambling. He, like, gambled his shares <laughs> oh, away. Right? Okay. So, I don't like my... I've seen so many people say my family owns casinos on the street. Oh, they're talking about, like, MGM and yeah, fucking like, crazy like, ones? Like, like, what are they talking about? What are these kids talking about? I take it out of context. The internet. Yeah, yeah. The internet. So I just, the only reason I said that is to show like my family's been involved in high stakes gambling a long time. I, you know, I come from a thick bloodline of gamblers. Yeah. And um, so probably like, I don't know, six, seven years old, somewhere around there, eight maybe, we, I was learned, I was taught uh, various games. I was taught uh, like Hungarian Rummy. I was taught Gin Rummy. I was taught Texas Hold'em. I was taught Five Card. You know, I was taught some of these games by my grandparents. We would play like, for like coins, like pennies, Sick. nickels, dimes, you know? Yeah, I like yeah. that. Yeah, and then uh, my neighborhood was all like, you know, mobsters and rich Jews, and we all gambled. The Jewish kids had too much money from their bar mitzvahs. <laughs> <laughs> and the Italians were like just down with the get down, of and course. so be it. So everybody supported like gambling at a young age. So yeah. we did in my, in my neighborhood. It was normal, yeah. Yeah. So at 13, between eight, like starting probably around ages 11 till about ages 15, everybody in my neighborhood was just five days a week, maybe more gambling. I still go to school. You know, this is back when those puffy North Face jackets were in. Yeah, they were popping. Yeah, yeah. On the inside pocket, I always had a deck of cards. And all my friends always did. We all had decks of cards. So when we were in class, instead of doing schoolwork, we're just dealing each other cards. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So was it it still gambling or were you guys just playing? No, we were gambling. Yeah, playing for money. In high school, we're making some cash. Yeah. Okay. So from there, when is it, I guess, here you got to be in Canada. I think it's 18, but here's what, 21 to be in the casino or is it 18? Mostly it's 21. Is it state to state? I think there are some states. Like I think some of the Indian casinos, you could be 18. Okay. Don't quote. I'm definitely over 21, so it's not super relevant, but but mostly 21. So I guess around that age is when you start actually stepping into the casinos? No. No? No, I started pretty young. So my grandparents used to take me and my younger brother to Atlantic City like every weekend. Oh, lit. Okay. And we would gamble as like young teens. My brother was probably... 13 i was 14 we started gambling the casinos and it was so weird we're clearly underage you know i was gonna say how does that even work like (laughs) they would just not say anything until i started winning as long as i'm losing (laughs) yeah it's true they just let it It happen matter but as soon as like i hit a slot that wins as soon as i like start becoming profitable on a table that's when security comes let me see your id okay okay so so then my grandparents got tired of that because then they had to cut their trip 
So they found a way to get like fake identities and all this for my brother and I. So they, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So I think I I think I was like 19 years old for like seven years. <laughs> no, 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 hold on. I was uh, I, I'm sorry. I was uh, 21 years old for like seven for years. Seven my brother years. was 19. So I can play. My brother wasn't a big gambler, and he isn't to this day. Yeah. So I was 21 for like seven years. You know what that's I mean? That's amazing. And, and he was 19. Yeah. And you just had a knack for it. You liked you liked doing it. You liked gambling. I like winning. Yeah. I'm very competitive and. And gambling to be a winner or a loser is very clear cut. Yeah. Did you win or did you lose? Yeah. Straight it's up. left in your pocket. Yeah. That's it. So it became really uh, like a real great way for me to figure out like, did I win? Am I a winner? Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and was the gambling helping you? Sorry, Ann. Yeah. Was the gambling helping you at all with like that upbringing that you had? Was it like a, a release for you? Um, I'm not sure. I never really thought about it like that. I think there were moments where maybe I can say to myself, wow, look how like common in the zone I am, yeah, right? And if I'm true. common in the zone, then I'm not wild and acting out. Yeah. You were sort of able to like zone in dialed and kind in. of dial in. Right. What, what, at the beginning, what games was it? Were you always switching around or was it? Uh... Mostly blackjack, but okay. always switching around for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like blackjack is like always like the entry game into the casino. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah, I think so, yeah. yeah. It's the easiest to learn, easiest to play. Fair. And the, I mean, the slots, but the slots are boring, no? I don't know. You can't win. Know. Like, you can't really win. There's, I know, like, a lot of slot hustlers that they all, it's so weird, they all don't know each other. A couple of these guys I know, okay. but I know all of them. And I've had each one of them explain to me how they can guarantee a win in slots, and they all have the exact same strategy. Like, they all have the same, like, they okay. read the same book. Like, yeah. it's like, so it's really hard for me to argue with that logic, you know, but... And I also know how slot machines are designed. Yeah. So I don't think it's impossible. I just don't think it's like great. Yeah. And, and, and coming into this, are you reading any books or or everything you've learned is just straight, like from doing it, from 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 making trial it by fire for sure. Yeah. Everything in my life was that way. Fair. Yeah. Because yeah, I feel like there's I, man. I, I like before we came, I looked. It's like books on how to do this, how to beat this system, how to do that. And I'm like, I just don't believe it's in a fucking book. Bro, they were if, if the guys who wrote the book really could beat all of them then why are they writing the book <laughs> why, 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 why would they yeah, yeah, the yeah. facts and yeah. that goes even like jumping way ahead now but that goes even with when people try to ask you with the baccarat yeah you're like no, well, I'm, sure I'm just doing it I'm just doing it yeah. but you don't have to know it's the most and that would screw question. it up obviously yeah yeah it's the most right? common question is what's my box strategy that's what everyone wants to know yeah. eh? how, how many people have you told on one hand one one there's one person in the world that knows wow he's sitting in this room hey coach Coach. No. <laughs> coach. coach that's coach that's coach okay coach. we'll yeah. get coach in here in a second but so i want to get into that world so you start winning um a lot obviously uh i'm curious biggest win can you say yeah my biggest win in one session was eleven million five hundred twenty six thousand dollars. she like jesus fucking christ what do you Fuck. even like how do you feel after that how do you react what's the what's the feeling nothing, I, uh, <laughs> nothing. wow every time and uh, you know you can ask ian because we, we've taken this ride together but every time i do something like that i actually shut off i like send everybody home and i act like nothing happened you know i'll go like the first thing i always do is i order a peanut butter and jelly sandwich lightly toasted with sliced banana on it and the cuss crud off that's so lit <laughs> <Yeah>. humbling <laughs> that's so yeah. lit after 11 mil yeah. <laughs> do you have do you have a do you have anything you do like pre like before you before you gamble is there like have any any um uh, like rituals or anything like that you do i do a lot of things um i have like a handful of superstitions i think somebody asked me once about my superstitions on camera and i was like drawing blanks but the truth is i actually have a lot okay. there are certain colored boxers like underwear that i will not wear uh actually i won't even touch them and i won't touch <laughs> anything that's touching them <laughs> 
That's and, amazing. Yeah, I have a certain other specific articles of clothing that I act similarly with. I don't split poles. Uh, I like to drive in a certain way. I like to, I do certain things in the shower. Like, like I'll like say, I like act a certain, like I'll purposely take a really long shower okay. and I'll draw in the uh, fog on the window, yeah. like messages that I have to stare at for my whole shower, you know, and um, affirmations crazy. and stuff like that. Not so much affirmations, but but similar so, concepts. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm a fucking G. Like shit like that. And you just walk out the shower. Like, I'm a fucking G. <laughs> 11 <laughs> mil today. And that's um, it. So, so 11 mil, what did you even, like what game was that? Baccarat. Baccarat. Yeah. Fuck. When did when did you realize that you had a knack for Baccarat? And maybe you had an edge as well. It was about three years ago. So what happened okay. was about five, six years ago, I was just like the biggest blackjack player I could be. Like, like I just played blackjack every day and I bet the most I could and I was like aggressive and it just never was enough. And I lived like in South Florida and those casinos there have really terrible betting limits. It's like table max 5k you're right yeah and, yeah, yeah and then to negotiate higher limits like i have the the breakdown sheet the amount of money you have to deposit for like five million dollar deposit you can bet like a hundred thousand a hand which is terrible because wow. in la yeah. for a zero dollar deposit you can bet a hundred thousand a hand you know so it's Damn. like you can just any stranger can walk in right now and bet 100k yeah, yeah, yeah. At, there's two casinos in la you can do that Damn. so it was a bad scenario for me so i had a group of degenerate gamblers in florida and one of them played blackjack and bach and i just played blackjack and I just kept complaining. I'm like, bro, they won't let me bet enough. They won't let me bet enough. And he's like, just try Baccarat. You can bet twice as much. And I said, why don't you ever say less? You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you told me that. Yeah, I said, you haven't yet. Hello. Yeah. So, uh, so we, the way the pit is, it's just, it's like uh, six blackjack tables and it's in the shape of the L, the high limit room. And the other had a couple of Bach tables, right? So I like, was, I got it from blackjack. He said that to me, went over to the Bach table. I gave him a purple chip, 500 bucks. I said, make a bet. He bet it. And we won. I said, all right, hold on a second. Tell me why we won. He explained. I said, makes sense. I said, okay, take take the 500 profit, bet it again. He bet it again. We lost. I said, no problem. Why did we lose? He explained it. I said, okay, I think I understand. Then I sat down and started playing. And my so my first ever Bach bet was 500 bucks. And it was just so I can learn why I was winning or losing. What's your what's your biggest hand you drop from Bach right? I play a quarter million a hand and I mostly flat Jesus bet. Jesus Christ. Bro. That's oh crazy. my God. <laughs> I'm allowed to bet 300. Well, I used to be allowed to bet 300,000. But I know the math on it. So the exposure, the exposure you have, the exposure I have to bet 300k a hand versus the exposure I have to bet 250k a hand. For me, mathematically, it always makes sense to bet 250. Okay, wow. yeah. based on like your you've your done system. your calculations. That's yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. I, I you even you even mentioned in a couple other podcasts about feelings and emotions and not letting that affect your decisions when you're gambling. Yeah. So how how have you been able to kind of stay so like a straight arrow and not let anything kind of cloud your vision? Um, well, I think I've experienced like really intense things in my life outside of gambling. And so I became desensitized to a lot. Okay. I also noticed pretty young being in really high stress situations, the calmer I can keep my brain, the clearer I can make a decision to save myself in whatever scenario. So I think by my predisposition is always, uh, very like calm and, 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 and clear, like clear minded when I'm viewing something. And I don't want to let like uh, an activity get the better of my emotions and then clout my judgment. You yeah. know, like I think like, a, for example, like there's girls, right? They'll be at a crazy party with like some crazy rappers. And they're like, oh my God, this is insane, insane. This is going to be like, hey, show me your tits. And they show their tits and it was on camera and then it gets blessed over the internet and then their lives are ruined. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that happens so fast. Yeah. If the girl just kept her composure and yeah. she goes, wow, it's really cool that I'm around these celebrities. It's really cool I'm in this environment. Hey, lady, show me your tits. No, thank you. I'm good. Yeah. There's no camera. Your life goes okay. on. Yeah, 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 life yeah. Goes yeah. Fine. She just had to like, keep her composure. Do you, do you notice a lot of people like kind of 
I don't know, I guess, use their emotions when they're gambling, when they shouldn't. I mean, I even me, like when I, like, people like to believe they have that kind of gut feeling sometimes, you know? Like playing playing blackjack and you're like, oh, oh dude, you know that's what? me, bro. I'm like, yeah, I yeah. feel it. It's like, you don't feel shit, bro. The cards I, are the cards. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You don't feel any, I don't know what you feel, stupid maybe, but that's what I'm saying. When did you start to get the attention of these casinos? When did they, when did they first realize like, yo, this, this guy might be a problem for us? Three years ago, they made it apparent to me that I was on, onto something. Okay. I didn't think about it like, for me, um, about three years ago is when I noticed I had like an edge and three years ago is when they noticed I had an edge. It was fast, eh? Yeah, we noticed at the same time because in the beginning I was like, you know, winning like whatever, like 50,000, 30,000, 25,000, who cares? Like yeah. people win and lose that all day, every day. Yeah. Then I started winning like six figures and they're like, well, you know, not that many people win six figures, but you know, it's not uncommon and you know, it happens and he's hot right now and let him be hot till he loses it all back and then some. But I never lost it back. And uh, then I started playing for millions. And I was I had the same win rate I had when it was, you know, 25, 30, and 50,000, then 100, 200, 300,000. Now it's 1, 2, 3, 5, 7, 9, 10, 11 million. And, they, and the win rate stayed the same. And they go, we have a problem here. Yeah. So what's the first, like, I don't know if you can name them, the first casino to be like, hey, like, you're done here. The first one ever was... And how did it happen, if you don't mind me asking? The first one was actually non-gambling related, and it was, like, so long ago. But the first one that's, like, relevant to, like, really what you want to know? Yeah. I don't know. I think it was MGM. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, was it MGM, the first one that banned me? Yeah. Yeah. So they banned me, uh, and the way they banned me is I caught them cheating. I was with a, a couple of professional poker players. And we went to go play Baccarat together and they changed the, um, they changed everything. They changed the table. They changed the felt. They changed the, the card manufacturer. They changed the plastic shoe that holds the cards. They changed the monitors. I mean like everything. Like just for you? You're no, saying? no, no, no. Oh, they okay. changed in the casino. Okay. And, but they didn't tell me not that they're like supposed to put a disclaimer out, but I was accustomed to like a certain way that one of the MGM casinos handles Baccarat. Okay. Yeah. So I go in with these guys and we start playing and the first hand, uh, like we bet, I don't, we bet whatever we bet. And like, I think we won, like no big deal. The second hand, uh, I bet player and bank came out natural nine. So we lost no big deal. Like we lost one hand, no, yeah. no sweat. So the way the new monitors are, some casinos have this, some don't, it'll display the cards on the screen. Yes. Right. So that's what they changed to one that also offered that. It also offered a lot of other data that I never seen before. Ian's never seen before. I asked the dealers. I said, what does this other data mean? None of none of the dealers knew. I asked the pit bosses. Nobody knew. Wow. And it was so suspicious that it was on this monitor. I'm like, why would it have data that no one even knows what it means? Okay, no problem. So the second hand comes and we lose to a natural nine. No big deal. So I look on the monitor, just like at the data, and it says seven deuce. And I said, wait a second. And I look and it's a five four on the felt. Oh, I said, shit. everybody stop. Yeah. I said, nobody touch the cards. Mind you, I'm friends with all the dealers. I'm friends with a lot of the pit bosses. No one's going to bust my balls. I said, everybody, please stop. Yeah. Don't touch the cards. Didn't touch them. I said, please explain why well, there's a five and a four on the board, but there's a seven and a deuce on the monitor for Whoa. a natural nine. Nobody had an answer. I said, I need nobody to do anything. Everybody stop. I need you to bring an executive down. They brought an executive down and they said, what's going on? And I said, I caught you cheating. He said, how'd you catch us cheating? I said, well, I know that I lost to a natural nine, five, four. 
your monitor knows I lost to a natural nine, but doesn't know how, so it made up whatever information it wanted. Wow. It just set a seven deuce. Yeah. So if it's going to make up what cards are being displayed on the monitor, it's also capable and probably is making up all of the data that's being compiled onto the monitor. Wow. Yeah. So if every decision I make to bet is based on the data that they're giving me off the monitor, but I could prove on the second hand that they're making up any information they want, they're going to continue making wow. it up and misleading me on every decision. I said, I caught you cheating. They said, oh yeah? I said, yeah. They said, you have 30 minutes to pack your bags and get out. I said, okay. So I, it was me and a couple poker players and okay. Ian. We packed our bags and we left. I made a post about it. Like later that day, I think, or the next day, I forget. Yeah. I made a post and I saw, and I tagged the casino. I said, I caught you cheating, da 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 da. I watched that casino social media watch that story I tagged them. <laughs> yes, oh so, fuckers. So then I screenshotted them and I circled how you could see the user yeah. and I reposted that. And then I got a call a couple minutes later from an executive and said, you're banned for six months. I said, why? They said, well, you threw a glass and you scared the dealers and you did this. And, of course. And in my head, I'm like, are you sure? Because I was on a date with the dealer last night. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't think she's scared, you know? And, uh, and uh, so, yes, this whole thing. And the six months has now been like two and a half years. They just keep extending it. How long has it been? Two years? Two years. But how does that work though? Like they they Damn. see you coming from a mile away and they'll just be like, nah, like what's the... There's so much to it. I mean, they there's a lot of times that I'll be on a different one of their properties where as I'm walking in, the security will approach me and say, you know, you can't be here. Right they already know, eh? Yeah, a lot of them don't even know. Sometimes I post videos of it all the time. I'll be like, if I like get myself in and I sit down at the bar... Security come circle me, ask me to leave. Executives come, ask me to leave. It's like a whole thing. They wouldn't, ever, like, they wouldn't even let you like just drink there and just chill. Nah, not even spend money there. Damn. They think you're helping other people, maybe or some shit. Yeah, I mean, I was. <laughs> That's my guy. What is that? What does the conversations um, look like with the casinos? Are you talking to like actual people from the casino? Like, are like, you like talking to that like, can make decisions? Yeah, oh, for sure. All uh, I talk to a lot of owners. So a lot of them are public companies. So there's no like yeah. sole owner. Okay. So I'm friends with a lot of casino owners, but then also when it comes to like call like MGM and and you know venetian and things like this i'm talking all like the presidents the vice presidents wow. and yeah people yeah. at the top well yeah. they know your name now for sure yeah. and oh, and, for sure. and in regards to that i want to know when did you decide to go online because i guess for a while you were just doing this like just to fucking do it like it's just your life right so i used to live in like all like the secret villas in the casinos on okay. the strip and then when COVID happened and they shut the casinos down they were like, yo, you got to go back to your house in LA. Like you got to, you can't help you. We're, we're yeah, shutting down. Yeah. And I was so bored. I didn't know what to do with myself. I wasn't working anymore. And I couldn't party. And I was brand new to LA. Not like brand, brand new, but too new where I didn't like have a whole life yet, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I was like so bored. And I was still friends with a lot of the casino owner owners and executives. And they encouraged me. They're like, don't you think that it'd be really cool to make an Instagram? Like the life, most people don't have any idea that what you're doing even exists. And the ones that do are like, old billionaires that yeah. don't want social media they don't or whatever. Have it, yeah. So I was just so bored. They encouraged me and I tried it and just like immediately started going viral and like popping. How off. was that for you? Like, how did you feel when that was happening? It was so surreal. Yeah. So, cause I've been anti like publicity my whole life. Yeah. Like never like use my real name, never, you know, had social media, never gave my phone number out, never nothing. I was always very discreet and it was just so surreal that like immediately every like person like i can idolize as a child like is in my dm like hey, yo you bro, that's, sick. Chill. that's sick yeah. i was gonna say who's the craziest person that hit you up that you were just like bro this did this guy really fucking message me like the craziest one yeah honestly probably kevin gates that's Damn. sick yeah i look at kevin gates not so much as a rapper but like as a real man of wisdom and faith and i do love his music i really do but more important to me like I can watch him talk all the time 
I just think what he has to say is just so wise and 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 just helpful and he's yeah. hella articulate too yeah. in the way he talks yeah yeah, yeah. you want to know what he said to me it was <laughs> like the most surreal it was the craziest <laughs> thing i mean i have a lot of whatever this one was so cool man so out of nowhere i get a dm it says from kevin gates and i open it and it goes you're amazing and it has two clapping hand emojis and an eagle emoji and that was it that's just it. like that that's it uh, you're probably like bro this is unreal i was, I was, <laughs> this is I was crazy like, i can't believe yeah. this <laughs> was it was it like um i guess getting all that that attention now getting that clout as we'd like to say how has that affected your life it's been really fun man you know like i have like some friends that are like oh you're so famous like what's it like is it cool yeah yeah I can't pretend, man. It's really cool. Yeah, I, I've got to like do some really cool things that I wouldn't have been able to do without it, without certain people recognizing me. Like, so like Lil Uzi Vert, right? Yeah. So we've been talking all week. He wants me to come out next week and stay with him out in Philly. Bro, like imagine like yeah, pre-social yeah. media, like Lil Uzi Vert's going to randomly get my phone number from somebody. Like imagine I know social media. It's like, yo, you want to come stay with me in my house for a week? Damn. Let's just like hang out. Let's get tattooed, you know? Yeah. Like, that's so sick. this is an experience I can live only because he he recognized me because of social media. But you, I like that you're being honest though, because yeah. we've had people on this show that will be like, nah, it's not that good. It's not that. I'm like, you're it's fucking good. lying, <laughs> yeah, bro. It's good. But I mean, it's also cool. it's the way you use it, right? And obviously, like yeah. you're using it for you're you're using it right. I'll say that you're using it. You're trying right. to expose some people. That's that, that's what I like to see. Yeah, bro. I swear to God, I'm for the people, man. Yeah, yeah. And all my all like the my loving fans, like no, like I'm for the people. It's weird though. I have like this little like very very tiny subculture of people that like really hate me everyone though everyone once you make it to a certain level everyone has that is that true yeah man. yeah, yeah. like i look at certain people like post malone and like certain they actors all have them bro Do they, they all have them yeah trust me. especially when you're really out there especially like the more attention you get it's the same thing you can't make everyone happy so the more attention you even get there's gonna be more haters but there's gonna be more lovers so you're all good yeah literally so, lovers you know yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so funny you say you can't make everyone happy because so i wore this hat for a reason somebody had showed me a comment so i don't say curse words right and some dude apparently, I don't know where this was. He said something in some comment. He goes, Mickey doesn't curse, but he wears, I, I have a Philip Pline shirt, like a middle finger, middle, middle finger, finger skull on it. Yeah. And he goes, Mickey doesn't curse, but he wears a shirt with the middle finger. <laughs> Makes sense. And I'm like, first of all, <laughs> suck my fat dick, right? And second of all, I can curse if I want yeah, to. That's true. <laughs> Do whatever true. I want. Yeah. No, no, we see. But that's, a lot, of, that's a lot of like people will judge you. And, and those are the same people doing fuck all with their life, bro. Yeah, so yeah, don't, yeah, so don't yeah. worry about that. Yeah, but, they're sitting on their couch making yeah, yeah, judgments they're in their basement. They're in their I'm basement. Like, yeah, yeah, bro. What's wrong with these I mean, dudes? there's always a jealousy aspect too, right? Especially with yeah. the life you live. Making money, bro. You're with girls. You're with rappers. You're at parties. Yeah. And I think that you are for the people because you don't really get anything positive from calling out casinos at all. No, only negative. Only negative. Yeah, so it's yeah, like, yeah. you're really trying to just showcase that, hey, there's a problem here. Guys, watch out for this. Watch out for that. Yeah. Have a lot of people reached out to you and, and said like, thank you or anything like that? Have you helped I me with this? Yes, yeah, so much, so much. The thing yeah. is that I, I really discourage heavily everybody from gambling. Yeah. Almost everyone's a loser, which is why the Vegas casinos are nicer than our houses. It yep. makes perfect <laughs> sense, you <laughs> know? Facts. Yeah. So I always want to discourage it. Like, and I am heavy in my comments. If I ever get some chance, I always say, like, don't learn to gamble. Don't keep gambling. You should just call it quits. Quit while you're ahead, whatever. Um, I don't want to see people hurt. I don't make money on social media. I don't sell a package. Yeah, I don't yeah. sell a course. I don't do no I go on TikTok live as frequent as I can. And for free, give I just tips, give yeah. tips. I just give gambling advice. I gamble with myself sitting at my uh, table. And I'm like, hey, like, if you ever have your cards like this, this is what you should do. Sick. I just want to help people. I don't want to hurt nobody. I don't want to see nobody hurt. And so. I think that's why you've been able to to become successful because you have that mindset. I think when you have that and you have that good intention, 
things come to you. Do you feel like that? You feel like you manifested some things that came to you or attracted some things throughout the way? I don't know how I feel about like the exact concept or terminology of like manifestation, okay. but I can tell you that if I set my mind to it, it really, really happens. Yeah. And like, I know that I'm on a path of like altruism and helping others and having fun, just living my best life. I'm not here to hurt anybody. I've never done anything like to negatively impact somebody. I only want to help people and be for the people. I'm, I'm curious when it comes to the casino stuff, cause you're very vocal in saying, fuck the casinos, we'll burn them down, right? <laughs> you, you you said a few times that you have some stuff that would literally bring them to their knees. Yeah. Obviously, you haven't put it out, but uh, would I think one could could ask the question, like, wouldn't that be counterproductive to, to the, w- the way you make money? Like, to the way you earn a living, essentially? Well, I'm banned from everywhere except for two casinos now. So, <laughs> okay, like, why, I mean, why, why are you not banned there yet? Yeah, I'm gonna go win 10 mil. They're gonna say fuck off. <laughs> I think if you, I, I don't know the real answer, okay. but I can give you what I think is my best guess, yeah. honestly. Okay, I know that I spent a lot of time in one out of the two of them, particularly. And I think so many people that see me there probably say to themselves, Oh, this must be a hot spot. And then they come back, they're like, Oh, maybe we'll see him again and get him to give us advice or something like this. So I think that they're using me as like a marketing tool. Yeah. That's yeah, what yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know for sure. I don't gamble big there. We've had a lot of conversations like, hey, don't ruffle our feathers and I won't ruffle yours. You don't give us a hard time. We'll let you in. We'll let you in our doors. Yeah. You know, every time like the rappers are in town or whoever it is and they want me to gamble with them, I'm like, hey, there's only like really one place we can go. So then like everybody sees these like super famous people yeah. with me in this Casino's particular. loving it for sure. Yeah. And we don't do anything big enough to cause them any real damage. So um, it's funny you say that with the whole like marketing tool. I've noticed the World Poker Tour has been like hitting. I don't know. You've been on it like crazy. Yeah. Like has that been more so recently with your kind of rise in fame social media? Like have they been hitting you up? How, how does that come to be? Because I see you all over their fucking YouTube channel now, bro. You're like their poster boy, I feel like. I don't I don't know if I'd say poster boy. Like, I've never, like, talked to them. Honestly, when I started social media, I didn't even know how this stuff worked. I didn't know yeah. how to post an Instagram story. I didn't know anything. That's it's only crazy. a couple years ago. I didn't know any of it. So I didn't, like, have a plan. I wasn't, like, let me contact the WPT and put them on. Um, one of my buddies that I play these, like, private games in L.A. with, he goes, hey, I own this show. It's called Such and Such. Uh, but we're going to be changing companies like after covid would you love to be, would you like to be on it we'd love to have you and just my boy and i was like yeah sure bro like if it helps you why not and i went on it once and it was like a huge hit it was like the biggest game that ever been on the show i was like the biggest winner um in the history of the show to date you know and this is like my first episode on there and he's like bro you got to come back and i'm like sure man like I, I won you know a good amount of money like no problem I didn't know that all of well the real reason he was saying it is some of the plays i made were super viral and okay. wpt picked them yes, up and then yes. it just kept it kept steamrolling. Well, dude, like I'm telling you, when I when I was on their YouTube channel, like there's a lot of fucking videos of you, and it's just like massive pots, 1.6 million. That was a, that was a more recent oh, one, yeah. right? Yeah, that was like last week, two weeks, two weeks yeah. ago. It, is your is, is Vegas your favorite place to gamble? Would you say? I mean, <laughs> it's just it's just different. Um, it also depends what kind of gambling I'm doing. Okay, but it's just different. It offers it offers different amenities, like. Like I lived in those hotels for a long time. I yeah. love having twenty four hour butlers. I love being able to go to the spa all day, every day. That sounds like you know? fucking heaven, bro. Yeah, you know? <laughs> that sounds good, bro. Yeah. I want to talk about the casinos and what they've tried to do to distract you, mm-hmm. or maybe when they know you're coming in, they want to kind of throw you off. What have they? What have they done in the past to you that that's kind of been like, yo, come on, man, bro? They've done everything from um like 
turn off hot water, lock me in elevators. They 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 shut off like some uh, I don't know like the exact term. Like somebody like tried calling me out one time. I said that they jam my Wi-Fi. Someone's like they can't jam it. Da, da, da. <laughs> I'm like bro, listen, I know I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my Wi-Fi just didn't work. <laughs> yeah, okay? exactly. So all I, all I know is that if you're ever and I and I can I put this to the test time and time again. So one time I I booked two rooms, and they're right next to each other, and one was in my name and one was in my dad's name. And I says, Dad, you're going to take mine. I'm going to take yours. Mind you, they're next to each other. We share a wall. Yeah. For the life of him, he couldn't get his phone to work. He could not get a signal out. No Wi-Fi, no nothing. But me in the room under his name, everything worked perfect. Yeah. Never when I come into a room, in a hotel room, does my Wi-Fi work. I have no phone signal. I have no nothing. Um, they tried all types of stuff. They'll like yeah. walk by and drop random things on my table. Like Ian loves talking about this one time. We're playing very, very large. We're up many millions. And some staff member, I forget who he was, walks by and just drops a box of tissues in the middle of our table. Mind you, I have a private table, so it's only me and Ian sitting there. He drops a box of tissues and keeps walking. We never see him again. We're like, what the heck is going on? And I think all they're trying to do is just confuse just me. Just fuck and, with yeah, your head, yeah. yeah. You know, they they uh, blocked me. The the security is, you know, I told this story a few times. They like blocked me and they pushed me up against the, I had $7 million on the table and they the security came and pushed my chair against uh, the table so I couldn't stand up and I couldn't reach my $7 million. And it was like this huge, what? huge scene. I ended up r jumping up, standing on the chair, screaming on top of my, what, you know, it was like a whole thing. Yeah. Uh, I was just trying to get people's attention before these, th you know, three security guards get paid 12 bucks an hour, you know, <laughs> yeah, trying to yeah. rob me for 7 million, yeah. you know, they're being a great position to do it I'm, I'm i'm curious like i think people people would, would might hear this and say and just being de playing devil's advocate they, they might say like i find that hard to believe like a casino would really block your wi-fi not give you like hot water like i think a lot of people might and whether it's this one or another podcast they, they might be like bro really but i guess i don't know what like how, how can we how can we try and bridge that gap of people being like hey i don't know bro like maybe maybe not like, you know what I mean? I think you've been trying to with your social media too, yeah. like with your stories and stuff. I mean, I've definitely been exposing the casinos like for what they really are. Like I take a lot of videos of this stuff. I post all of it. I post videos of them cheating all the time. Crazy. Even when I'm with celebrities, I have like a pretty infamous video with Tusi, the hip hop artist. Yeah. Me and him were playing. I'm not going to say the name of the casino. And long story short, I was like, do you want to see a trick? He said, yeah. I said, I bet you the next card that comes out is a three of clubs. And it was a three of clubs. And the whole time the camera was rolling. As a matter of fact, Ian was standing there. He was the one holding the camera. And Tusi like, couldn't believe it. And he turned around. And he said it right to the camera. And the camera never cut. So there's no editing there. Yeah. It's a one clear clip. I say it to him. He goes, let's see. Opens to three of clubs. And he like couldn't believe it. Turns to the camera and goes, yeah, it's correct. How the fuck did you know that? Because I know they're cheating. <laughs> you motherfuckers. <laughs> that's amazing, dude. That's yeah. crazy. That's crazy. No, no, that's... I post wow. videos all the time. I, I take screenshots of conversations. I do, like, everything, bro. I'm, like, full transparency. Like, yeah. I could not be any more transparent. Yeah. Because I think a lot of people, yeah, there's been a lot of, uh, a, like, a lot of people just being like, yeah, I don't, I don't rate it. I don't believe it. And, and stuff like that. And everything from your winnings to, like, like you're saying, the, the, uh, the way the casinos may treat you. But before we get into that... I interrupt this podcast for a solution, okay? I know a lot of you out there are probably working out, been working out for a long time, and you're not seeing results. You're pumping the iron, and your arms look the same, your chest looks the same, your girl's not happy about it. I got the solution, though. We got the full send crayo right here. Take this shit after your workout, and chug a lot of water. You're gonna need a lot of water with this, but supplements.co, MBH15, use our code, 15% off, and guys, Get some muscle going. Let's go. Back to the episode. I'm curious, Ian, your gambling coach, what does that look like? What's the relationship like? What exactly does he do for you, if you don't mind me asking? Can, yeah. can we get into that? Are we all finished? Okay. Do you mind? Yeah, of course. 
Okay, thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for coming. Okay. Thank you, thank you. If anybody needs your nails done, <laughs> I was gonna say, this that, is looked, that Jen. looked amazing, by She's the way. She's the bomb. She's the bomb. Fuck. Yeah. Jen, you are the first nail tech to give me a little, podcast. Uh, yes, to be on a podcast, a little <laughs> Manny Petty on the pod. <laughs> I'm not so, petty, sorry. Yeah. Anyways, I was gonna do the petty, but I just thought it'd be a little. But yeah, yeah, I'm curious because I, I hear I hear gambling coach. You know what I mean? I I know a soccer coach. I know a hockey coach. I'm not sure what a gambling coach does. So there's a few different like versions of a gambling coach. Like a lot okay. of things are common is a poker coach. Like every great poker player, even the best in the world, have coaches. Yeah. And uh, so what I do with Ian was it started out that we've been best friends a really long time, and we're both just like sick degenerates, and we have the same sense of humor the same lifestyle and we like the same thing so we used to just go once a week from la and just go over to vegas just gamble like way in the beginning of, you know in the beginning of like this journey yeah. and um we started winning together you know it's when we got into it i had more money than he did like that like you know so when we gambled my buy-in was just higher than his just okay. just how it was you yeah know? yeah but we had gambled together you know like it was like us like we we're kind of like a team and when I realized that I was onto something, he and I would break it down super heavily, like what it was that I thought I was onto. So together we studied it, together I realized what the algorithm was. In the beginning it was like a very large complex concept of how to get from, from X to Y, right? And as we kept, he and I like kept like really like working on it, playing and this and that, I realized that I can get to X to Y uh, I could expedite the whole process by just, you know, a couple of small steps. And okay. I actually realized it was incredibly more simple than I had initially realized. Okay. And together we learned that, which is why he's the only person in the world that knows my Baccarat strategy. It's because we came up with it together. Mm. Um, but the way he gambles, I'm not a big fan of. Tell us more. Why, though? Why, how, just, how do you gamble? He, he, first of all, he's, he's a legitimate degenerate, and, he, and he, he doesn't have the ability to stop, Okay. which is one of the things I use him for. So, like, we'll together, when we go into the casino, together we'll drive in with a plan, and he'll be like, hey, what's the mark? What are we looking for? What's yeah. our stop loss? What's our stop win? And he holds me accountable. Every back in, before I was banned, every casino knows that he can spend my money in the like my my. They're not lines of credits because like, I deposit money, but okay. they work the same way. Yeah, he can pull from my lines of credit. He can pay down the markers. He can pay my commissions. He can handle my chips, color me up. He could bet on my behalf. Like if I'm not wow. at the table, he's allowed to take my money and bet. He can do oh, all of shit. that. Oh Okay. Yeah. So the real reason we did that was when I don't want to get up from the table, same way like he does, and most of us don't. He will literally take my chips, put it in his pocket, walk off, and say, "Now what are you gonna do?" Oh, because he's allowed to do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's I, crazy. I use him like an accountability buddy. Basically, I didn't even know you could do that. Yeah. Like, I like, don't know if people can, but I, I you did. could. Yeah. <laughs> well, which you, is one of the special treatments. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, like, what, what? How does it go when you're like headed to a casino and you want to like, you know, put in some requests and be like, "Yo, I want this. I want this. I want this." Well, I used to just text the president of the casino. <laughs> wow. Jesus and, Christ. <laughs> All right, right straight well, to the point. Yeah, that, that'll get the fucking <laughs> job straight done. Straight to it. <laughs> Yeah. That's, that's what, is, is there anything like that someone may think is out of this world that a casino w has done for you or would do for you compared to like a regular player, let's say? They let me they used to let me do anything I wanted. I mean, <laughs> I had no limitations. I mean, um the a dancing Ian likes a dancing monkey. What? So I I used to <laughs> I used to throw like really really crazy parties in Vegas, you know, a thousand people and like Damn. And this is how I started meeting celebrities because I didn't even have social media for some of these. 
and people would introduce me to like these celebs and the truth is no disrespect but i didn't know who they were just because i'm not no, i wasn't on, in the culture media. yeah i didn't know yeah and so people they come up to me like hey oh this is so and so you got to meet them and i'm thinking it's just like a, their friend i'm like hey man welcome to the party like yeah do you want whores drugs or liquor like let me know anything you want you know? <laughs> i got you yeah and uh so we used to do that a lot and uh so the casinos used to offer me like really elaborate things for my parties they felt like oh he likes throwing parties let's help him throw the craziest party it'll keep him here longer and he'll make sure he's in our hotel and then he's gonna gamble and lose yeah so one of the things they offered me was a dancing monkey that also serves champagne holy fuck why do you even <laughs> who's monkeys Elon Musk monkey or some shit they have like a third party that will come on their behalf off the record they're the ones okay. that like offer the drugs and offer the whores and be like hey okay. you, you guys want me to send prostitutes you know so if there's so they work on the casinos behalf those people yeah but okay. like behind the scenes okay. so it'll basically be like a random guy or woman will come up to you and be like hey my name's so-and-so anything you need ever let me know by the way here's like an eight ball of coke like okay. it's attached you know it's attached to my business card call me not bad you know and i'm like oh okay <laughs> you know then i'll call I'll be like hey yo like what else you got they'll be like what room are you in i'll be like da, 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 da. they're like uh give me 20 minutes and all of a sudden like you know four prostitutes walk in or something like that <laughs> what yeah and they're just trying to prove themselves and show that they're able to get me anything and they can and they do and uh, it keeps me in the hotel yeah you stay longer yeah. you're sure. partying hard for a bit eh? super hard is yeah. there any like party that stood out to you i threw this one party that lasted seven days <laughs> it cost Jesus me um, it cost me a hundred thousand dollars per 24 hours to host this party nice yeah but nice. it was so fun seven man. days yeah for seven days it was so sick it was so awesome and you say you're sober now yeah, I mean, I've been actually for seven years. So seven. this happened while I was sober, yeah. Oh, shit. Seven oh, years. Sure. Yeah. Wait, wait. You threw the party while you were sober? Yeah, yeah almost all of this has been while I was sober. Damn, oh, bro. Yeah. How, how? how do you... Yeah. <laughs> wait, how, dude? Well, so I have to do other things to stimulate myself. Like, okay. people can, like, do drugs or drink or whatever it is, and, like, that's, like all they need yeah for me i need like some really extravagant things to keep my attention and keep me engaged so you know like we bring like nitro circus like i'm friends with all the athletes they'll come we'll bring some ramps you know so we'll like ride bmx in the middle of the oh, hotel sick. room and do backflips <laughs> you know we have like you know i'm friends with everybody in like the adult film industry so like you know a hundred porn stars or whatever will come and no party so there's like a lot of sex to keep me engaged and okay. interacting okay. and you know we do all like these extra things that are like extracurriculars yeah <laughs> we like yeah. to call them yeah. do you think your come up had something to do with you being insensitive to like partying and stuff and needing more than just a fucking drink probably i think because it like really like it, this was an accident you not know, like I, I did do this but pre-social media i did it during the yeah, yeah, yeah i'll do it after i just like to have fun sometimes and let loose and i think that like so many like influential figures come to my events even with before i even knew who they were yeah. because they heard from somebody like yo this is the craziest thing i ever seen like pull up they pull up and then they're like wow who's this and they take a picture with me they post it i don't even have social media yeah. and then i start social media and people's like wait a second i seen you on da, 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 yeah, da, yeah you know? that's the guy that's the guy yeah that's the guy and then yeah. how has um how has social media changed your life you think mostly for the better yeah because it allowed me to experience things that i wouldn't have before social media yeah. you know it allowed me to like meet people interesting people people that give me information and education and 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 help mold my future and my path that i wouldn't have access to yeah. pre-social media otherwise they would just think i just sell like weed like 20 dollars at a time <laughs> <laughs> like i ain't talking to this kid i was gonna say you're very you're actually very articulate you speak very well for someone who had an upbringing like yours do you hear that a lot is that something you and, and and would you like would people you, expect you to be a certain would you way test that to anything like is there anything you'd be like well i mean maybe it's because of this maybe it's because of that um mostly what people say is that 
they're really surprised how articulate I and well-spoken I am, but they're usually basing it on how I look, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, those, literally, yeah. like they'll yeah. see me, they're yeah. like, oh, he's cool. Like I want to talk to him and they think that I'm going to sound a certain way yeah. or talk yeah. a certain way. And they're like, oh my God, you know, also when I used to be in business before gambling, before social media and all that, I used to do most of my business on the phone, which was strate strategic for me. And I also hired people that looked really well cut, you know, mm -hmm. clean cut, well to do. And I would, their only real job was to be my messenger. So they would go cool. as a representative for the company looking good. But there were, every so often, I would have to meet the people I'm doing business with. And when they meet me, they're like blown away. They're <laughs> yeah. like, what? You no know? idea. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they weren't expecting it. Yeah. And, and, and that actually brings me to my next question. Like, I know you're working on getting the tats removed, the face tats. Talk a little bit about that. I'm curious. When, when did you start getting them? And then why the removal? What's, what's the thought process? I started getting them pretty young. Um, I got tat two tattoos at the same time for my first tattoo. Okay. And like one of them was pretty big. It was actually my whole, like a whole chest, back. like shoulder oh, to shoulder. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know. I just got it together. I thought it looked cool. I was so yeah. young back then. You know, I was like, yeah. I don't know how old I was. 15, six, 16. I don't know. Whatever I was. Yeah. I was like, uh, I was like a month out of juvenile prison. Okay. And, uh, and I just did it, you know, and I just thought it looked cool. Like that's simple as that. And then I saw other people start getting tattooed and I'm like, I'm like, don't, don't jump on my dick, bro. Like, I, <laughs> I've been here. You know what I mean? yeah, yeah. And I'm like, all right, you're going to get one on your chest. All right. I'm going to get, you know, I'm going to get a sleeve. Yeah. I get Then they get a sleeve. I'm like, Hey, yo, slow down. Cause I already been here, you know, so I'm like, I'm going to get two sleeves and they get their other sleeve. I was like, all right, I'm going to get my hands. And it became like this thing, like, you know, and then, and then I started living like a really serious lifestyle, a really intense, um, dark lifestyle. And I felt that I was, I thought that a lot of the incidents that were happening in my life came from people judging me the wrong way. Like, like what now I would, how I'd want them to judge me, but I was in a different lane back then. Yeah. I was like, Oh, they think I'm soft. They think I'm a nice guy. They think this. And so they test me when they test me, I have to step up to the plate. When I step up to the plate at the end of this, we're both going to jail, yeah. you know? <laughs> and so I was like, Oh, well let me put some of my gang affiliation on my face. So now when they see me, they're going to say to themselves, Oh, he ain't the one. I'm gonna yeah. keep it moving. So we can skip jail now and just keep it moving. Everyone. Yeah, yeah. So was, <laughs> and it, and you know, to some degree, it worked. Yeah. Uh, and then there was like a lot of like young jits coming up, like in the gang life, that like would see a guy that looked like me and under recognize and understand some of the tattoos I have or had, and say, well, if I knock him off, then then I jump up four levels, wow. you know, and then I'm dealing with these really wild young kids and like, nothing to lose and shit. Yeah, yeah. You know, and just their only thing in life is like, I want to be like in this gang and accepted, yeah. you know, yeah. feel accepted. And then it became like even more damaging for me. And then I changed my life. And then once I changed my life, I'm still stuck with the scars of my old path, Yeah, you know? And so now I do get judged the way I want it to be judged, but now it's like totally counterproductive to what I'm trying to do. Yeah. When you, when you, when you said you changed your life, like what were things that you actually did during that time that you're like, that made you who you are today. Like these dark times that you're mentioning, like you seem to get out of them all the time. Yeah. Um, I mean, I sold a lot of drugs. I was very violent. I hurt a lot of people. Um, a big thing I used to do is home invasions. And when I was done with the home invasion, I would steal your car. So I had a clean getaway so vehicle. Get out, yeah. yeah. That was like a very uh, regular thing for a period of my life. Um, but I, I, I hurt a lot of people and uh, you know, I was, a, I was a violent offender for a long time. Damn, you're, you, you've been calculated. What though. did you, what did, calculated. what did you do Holy for your shit. own self-improvement at that point? Like, what were you doing? Were you making new friends? Were you working out? Were you doing something? When I was fixing my life? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I started with nothing. I, at the end of all of this, it, it didn't really pay off because I was homeless. Yeah. And uh, so from homelessness, uh, somebody, an old friend of mine from New York who had moved to Florida, took me in. 
and uh he like let me stay there i had no money i had no nothing i only ate like either people's leftovers or if they bought me stuff once in a while somebody i remember this guy once in a while he'd give me a month's supply of ramen so i just ate ramen all day every day which was fine i was just happy to like be sheltered and like you know feel safe i was really safe in that house and i was safe around his friends yeah. and uh they put me on you know and then slowly my life built up so i just want to go back to them back quickly to the face tats are you removing all of them yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Is that the plan yeah bro you don't even know what my face used to look like my face used to be super tattooed yeah yeah it fucking hurts though right to get it to a tat removed i heard it's like the worst pain in the world it's it doesn't hurt as bad as living with face tattoos damn <laughs> okay damn. just drop yeah <laughs> i, I mean, want to ask a question about the it. casinos you have two left that you're allowed at yeah what happens if they ban you no, I don't know. <laughs> What's the plan? I got no plan. Do you have any... I look like a guy with a plan? <laughs> <laughs> no, but you do, you do. And you're talking yeah. like a guy with a plan. Like, what, do you have any dreams or any big goals now that you kind of established yourself as this person, this gambler, especially online too? Do you have anything you want to do in life? Um, I have some businesses that I'm working on. Sick. Um, I have some really sound investments. I was going to ask, like from an investment yeah. standpoint, yeah, you set I, up there, what, what's that look yeah, like? Yeah, yeah. I, I own a lot of real estate Good. and I have like a, a team of people that do some uh, aggressive and safe. I, I have like a great portfolio of investments. A mix of everything. Cool. Yeah, I have a great portfolio of that. Uh, but something like that I that I more like um, strive to do or would like to do is fun things. Like I only do what's fun now. You know, people offer me so much money to do so many things and I'm yeah. like, bro, I don't even... It's not fun. I was like, bro, I don't even like that. I don't yeah. even like you. I'm like, I don't... I'm like, <laughs> don't want me. Yeah, you know, I was like, this ain't happening, yeah, you yeah. know? And, uh, uh, but there are like some really cool ideas I've had or came across or people have brought to me and I'm like, wow, like, yeah. like that sounds fun. That's cool, man. That yeah. would help people. Something I'm working on, I don't exactly know how far exactly I am from it being official. I made one post about it is I want to help up and coming entertainers, you know, whether it be comedians, artists, musicians, athletes, whatever. There's so many people that are so talented and can be so good, but will never have the chance to make it because they don't have the resource, the network or the financial backing to yeah. even have the opportunity to, to reach their full potential. Yeah. So I want to find like all these entertainers, you know, and, and again, it could be any type of entertainer. I just, I've been given like this really beautiful platform with the people that follow me and the people that engage with me and my exposure yeah. where it's like, how can I use this to help people? And so what I want to kind of do is find these people, you know, right. If I can find them, as long as it's before their quitting point, a lot of people have to quit yeah. for all various reasons, you know? So if I can find them right before there and say, Hey man, let me just give you a little bit more money. Let me just float you a little bit and I'm going to take you and I'm going to put you to showcase your talent in front of the people that can make your career. I can't do it. I'm not a rapper. I'm not a comedian. I'm not an actor. I'm not an athlete, but I know all those guys. Mm. Let me take you. I believe in you. Let me take you and, and let me just have you have lunch with them. Let me put your video in their, in their text message. Let me just wow. get it to them. Yeah. And you know, if it makes their career, then that's beautiful using your resources to help yeah that's amazing i mean that, that's an industry that always can use help man yeah. have you started helping like entertainers and stuff but i think on the gambling end right well so I, so i have helped a lot of entertainers on the gambling end but that is like a separate that's a, yeah it's a, that's whole a separate thing. thing i have done this a little bit to test the waters i've helped like some up-and-coming like rappers and stuff like this okay. like get their music out i bought a couple songs from some guys i bought a little piece of someone's career Dope. i'm just giving them some money getting their music sent to certain people and so I have started down that path a little bit, but it's been very light. It's been like small money, like no, nothing life changing. I'm learning through the process, you know, so I'm learning on my own dime. Yeah. And uh, so I did it a couple of times at a couple of guys and I said, Hey, like, we're going to learn together. If you're cool with it, I don't really know what I'm doing. They're like, yeah, man, I'm just down to grow with you from the mm. bottom. I'm like, I bet let's run it. So I have like done it a little bit. Do, do you dope. think you'll ever stop gambling? 
one day? <laughs> I think it's a trick question because, like, what do you consider gambling? It's facts. Life's a gamble, no? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know That's actually a fucking fact. Yeah, you got me there, bro. Okay. At the casinos, <laughs> Baccarat, stuff like that. Um... I mean, why would you? <laughs> I mean, the way he's winning, it doesn't really make sense to stop. But just curious. I'm just curious. Probably not. But I think what's going to happen, I'm making this up, obviously. Yeah. I think I'm going to be like that old guy at the casino that buys in pretty small and yeah. just sits and, just and grinds. Yeah, yeah, just enjoys it, man. Yeah. Like every bet I can reminisce, you know, and be like, I remember one time, you know, I had these same cards, but, you know, it was for... You know, two hundred fifty thousand. Yeah. And what a cool day that was. You know, and and, and maybe the guy next to you knows you and believes you. Maybe the guy next to you doesn't. He goes, yeah, yeah, for sure. I buddy. mean, you went on some runs too, right? You did. Oh, a, yeah. You did a what was it? Two what was it? Two hundred bucks to some. some I did two hundred dollars to eight hundred thousand. I did. Bro, um, hold on, bro. hold on. Wait a minute. Let Pause. Two hundred dollars. That's not even my coolest one. Okay, okay. hold on. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. Never mind. We'll keep, keep going. going. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> I did. Um, so I had eighty thousand in my pocket, but I. I believe I only played fifty thousand of it, so call it eighty thousand. Let's okay. make it easy, okay. right? So I went from eighty thousand to six point two million. <laughs> I went from oh, Ian, what's oh the one that you God. like? That's, That's what. The no, one. there's another one. You just we're talking about it the other day. I like that one too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, we went to five casinos in three hours, and we went from five hundred thousand to four point five million. Wow! And that one was really cool because of the fashion that we did it. It was so aggressive and so strong. It also got me banned from the win. Nice. Uh, I was gonna see, right? They, yeah. They're probably gonna get out of here. This is what happened with the win. Was I was so I I play my own table, like private table, and so um, my money's the only money. I'm the only one at the table, meaning it. And so I would I forget. So the way it works in the casinos is depending on how much you bring, what your line of credit is or your deposit money, you can negotiate higher limits. Okay. So I have mine set. Like I know all the casinos in the city. If I bring this much, I could bet this much X, Y, Z, right? Okay. So I forget what stage of that morning I was in at the win. I think I was allowed to bet, I think 75K a hand might've been 75. I was, so that part of my wow. morning, I was allowed about 75 K a hand, which means I brought in uh what a million dollars to the win. Right. So I had already won half a million somewhere else. I took that full million, went to the win. I was just, basically what I did was I parlayed it to all five casinos. I just kept parlaying the money. And uh, so, so I won half a million somewhere else. I took the full million to the win. Now let me bet 75 K. And what I was doing was I would put my bet, call it on seat three, like the middle seat. I'd say, this is for this hand. Then I'd take another 75, put it on seat four. And I'd say, this is the next hand. Put another 75 on, on like table. seat six. Yeah. Well, I did it only three. three okay. but Half table, yeah. yeah. Yeah, And I'd say, these are my next three bets in order. They'd deal the cards, win, win, win. I'd say, great. I'd reset three more bets. I'd say, these are my next three hands. And I did that for like maybe like a quarter of the shoe and uh, an executive came over and said, you, you can't do that. You know, you gotta stop. And, and I, but, but why? Yeah. Why well, can't you do that? Well, it makes sense because what happens if I lose on one of them and I, and let's say like on seat number three, I bet player and on seat number four, I bet banker. Okay. When the cards come out, even though it's meant for seat three, if they come out banker, I would just claim, no, my yeah. money on seat four is yeah. this hand. You yeah. know? Okay. Not that I would, I, I never did do that. I didn't need to do that. I don't do that. You know, I'm not slimy, but, I could, so it makes sense. Okay. But anyway, after I left that time, the CFO himself put a note on my account to wake him up anytime I'm back on property. I came, they woke him up, it was in the middle of the night. I was like a massive group of people. They came, and they're the only casino in Vegas that ever kept it a buck with me. And the guy said in front of everybody, and he knows that we're making a joke about it. He goes, you're too good. We can't have you here. I love it. He's the only casino. At least he's being honest. Yeah. Yeah. Set it straight up. Yeah. And when you're... 
Hold on, go, that's go, go. so. Just let me know that five hundred thousand to four point five million. Five, how how many how long of a three time? hours five casinos? <laughs> we just kept parlaying casinos. We just kept. We're it's called free rolling. We just kept using the other casinos' money to keep pushing it. That's what um, I was gonna say. Like, do you know when you should stop, or is it usually the casino stopping you? I know when. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm really good at stopping because I also have Ian. Yeah, like he'll, true. he'll tell me he'll be like hey yo I got I got three whores in your room they're ready to suck your dick it's time to take a break that'll get me the fuck off the chair <laughs> yeah. that's for sure yeah. yeah but you have a girlfriend now I do yeah okay we've been together a year and a half but for the oh. last uh, like four months it's been she and I like so I was um I did like a little like orgy tour it started in Atlantic <laughs> City and we it, no, it's, I think it started before there but but like the a big bulk of it I did a little East Coast tour and like a big bulk of it came from Atlantic City and then we left Atlantic City we went to LA and then Vegas and uh, like in the middle of like all these like orgies I just had this moment I had like this feeling inside of me and I was like this isn't making me feel the way I want it to make me feel yeah. this doesn't make me happy anymore I'm not feeling good even though I'm in this environment that I that I usually thrive thrive and love you know yeah. and I called her and I said hey like I've been doing this, you know, for like the last two weeks and like, this is like where I'm at with it. I want to see if I feel better about me. If I just see you one-on-one, -on -one. like, can we just rock out like exclusive? And you know, she's never slept around. Like that wasn't like how our relationship worked. And she was like, yeah, I'd love that. Like, I'd love to have all of your energy, all of your attention and all of your focus. Like I'm down to help you. Like, let's do it. Nice. So for about four months, like we've been straight yeah. on and it's been a big learning curve because I've never been like this in third, you know, my whole life. Yeah, <laughs> that big change. I feel like if you if like when you're partying a lot and doing that shit, like for anyone listening, he did say an orgy tour. Okay, yeah. he did say that. It's the first time you guys heard that. Okay, <laughs> I've never heard that by the no way. No one's ever heard that before. Um, I feel like you can you can also get insensitive to that stuff too. Yeah, and, yeah. and just get sick of it too. Yeah, and there's so many. Per you got to think when there's so many people that are so vulnerable and intertwined and intimate that a lot of personalities come out, and and some of them it could be hard to to jive with. Some of it could be in, in, in not compatible, and there could be some challenges. And after so much, it really just like can wear you down trying to like be, you know, make everybody happy and and get along. I'm curious, what's what's what does your family think now? Seeing from I guess you as a kid to where you're at now. What's what's that been like for them? My brother, so my family's pretty small. Like my cousins hate my guts. They always did as kids, and I it's a long reason why. And, yeah, yeah, you know, and and so like my family basically is only nuclear. It's my my brother, myself, my mother, my father, and then my mother's parents. Okay, and that's basically the only family I'm in touch with. Um, they my brother's the only one that had ever. My brother is like been a part of every part of my life you mm -hmm. know so he's been there he was like there when i was homeless he was there when i was selling drugs he was there when, when i was in the trap he was there when i was going to jail he was there for all this so he witnessed it my parents really weren't my grandparents raised me for like a, a, most most of my you know like life at, at about 13 my my grandparents and whoever could raise me took over i was too much to handle for my parents yeah. and to this day my parents like don't buy into like what i got going on they're like they're like they're like too distant yeah. to have even appreciated my come up, you yeah, know, like, yeah. you know to what I mean? To see where you, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it's hard to even just believe yeah, in no, general. Like, it definitely you know, For is. anybody, let alone your parents. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. I remember when I was uh, selling my businesses and moving to LA from Florida, um, I was like, mom, like, let me help you get a vacation. Like, this is a good excuse. Let me fly you down to Florida and then we'll drive across to LA and I'll fly you home and I'll take you out like every step of the way. And my dad was like, no, I haven't seen you in a lot of years. Like, I'm going. And me and my dad don't really get along that good. And I was like, 
whatever, man. You know, I was like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so he did it. And when he landed, I was like, hey, dad, like, I want to show you all my companies. Like, I'm going to bring you into the offices. I'm going to take you back house. I'm going to show you everything. Like, I'm going to show you what I've been doing for like the last five years. And uh, not once did he like want to or care. Like, look, at one time I took him into my headquarters office and the yeah. whole time he was like on his phone texting. And I was like, oh, you see this? This is why I did this. And he goes, oh, uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. Yeah. I was like, let's just get out of here. Yeah. yeah. Let's just pack up the truck and go, you know? It's hard when you don't see the whole come up, like you said. Yeah. From, from to really appreciate it. Yeah. But in, in terms of not believing, dude, like everywhere I searched you up, everywhere I looked to kind of see what info I could get on you, the one thing that always came up was people do not believe how much money you win. Yeah, for sure. I don't. I think a lot of people don't believe a lot of things that I say because it's true. Like I live like a really incredible, unbelievable life. Yeah. And, and the term unbelievable means Literally. non-believable. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So I lived an unbelievable life and I still do. Um, except that it's it would be so weird that so many people can come forward and verify, validate, and show receipts, right? Imagine like how many celebrities I gamble with. I want yeah. a million bucks for Mike Malak, Logan Paul, and Ryan Garcia. I, I get little baby. I mean, you name them, I gamble with them. Yeah. How can that, and by the way, we film like almost all, all of, of it. it yeah. How can not only all the film be a lie, but how can all, how can I convince all of these people to tell the same lie? Yeah. How can all these people co-conspire to tell the same narrative and it's all untruths? Yeah. How can it be? And then how can nobody step forward with any receipts disproving me? True. Yeah, because no one's really doing that. They're just talking shit. They're just talking trash. That's yeah. it. Never once has someone been like, I can prove it. By the way, here is that proof. Mm -hmm. He's yeah. lying. Yeah, it's yeah. never once happened. Casino never stepped forward. Uh, celebrity never stepped forward. Uh, nobody. Not yeah, a yeah. dealer. Not a pit boss. Not a uh, a girl. Nobody's ever came forward and said, oh, those, those are false claims. Well, I also saw you have the videos now of like the staff at the casino saying... Yeah, how much I you have won. videos of the executive. <laughs> like they're saying it. They're <laughs> yeah. saying like, yeah, he just won one point two or three point, like whatever. Yeah, like, I ha like, bro, like, there's no yeah. way, you know. So the people that are non-believers are just ignorant and unwilling to just look. Yeah, it's literally there. I have receipts of everything. I showed Spencer Cornelia. I gave him my phone. Yeah, I saw that. I gave that man my phone. I said, bro, that's my password. I said, look at anything you want, bro. Yeah, yeah. And he actually was like, I don't want to look into this. I said, bro, just look. Yeah. yeah. Open up the message. Just uh -huh. read it. You know, you have full access. And we did it all on camera. People even had things to say about that they're like oh he cherry picked it oh it was a screenshot oh, it was that mind you mean it's a 20 minute video me and spencer spent eight hours together he saw mm. so many things that he's like bro like there's everything is a fact there's no way i'm even he goes i'm just gonna put one in there because it's so factual I was, he's like, i'm just gonna put one and fit it in 20 minutes he was like he was like denying it at first he was right? a big disbeliever yeah, he did yeah. this massive like hit piece yeah. but, but he was like pretty pretty impartial and non-biased and neutral i felt i felt that he used he made his best judgment based on the information he had but it was lacking okay. so i said pull up man let me just show you everything this way you can with conviction say either i'm illegitimate or i am legitimate and the truth is, I said, hey, man, at least now at the end of all, I want you to come and at the least at the end of all this, you can make a video where you don't have to guess. Am I yeah. a fraud? You can just tell people, yep, confirmed. He's not legit. He is yeah. a fraud. He's a scammer. Yeah. But that's not what happened. Yeah. He came and he saw everything firsthand, like in his hand, anything he wanted. Yeah. And he goes, doesn't get any more than yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. I think you have nothing to hide. That's a, that's a huge thing. Too. And I guess also the casinos aren't, aren't banning a loser. Yeah. In both ways. That like, could be the biggest fact. I think that one's the biggest. I was going to say, is there anything you could show us? I'm like, can we get some Spencer, some Spencer bro, treatment I'll, or what? You guys want to see everything? Yeah. yeah bro, I, I want to see, bro. I just want to dream. I want to see the numbers and just dream, bro. Let's do this before I even open my phone. Okay. We're going to log in to every single, uh, website like every casino has a website okay. portal and then i'm gonna log in right now live in front of everything with you guys okay do let's it? do it yeah yeah let's All do right. it jay 
You got it? Yeah, let's get a camera. Let's get an extra camera in here. Because, <laughs> like, to be, dude, I didn't even know there was, like, login portals. I'm really not yeah. that guy. So I'd love to see. Even as a couple, you show us one or two of them, I'm happy with it. I'm no, just I'm gonna, curious. I'm going to show you all of them. Okay, let's, okay, go, let's, go, go, let's go. Let's go. I want to see and the then, numbers. And I'm what I'm shocked. also going to do is I'm going to send them to you. Okay. I'm going to take. I'm gonna screenshot them, send them to you right we now. put them on. <laughs> and then you go. post them on the internet. Yeah, we'll put them on the screen. Okay, okay. So let's see. Let's do the first one here. Can we say the casino too or what? Yeah, screw it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. The authenticity, you know? All right, I'm on. All right. Beauty. There we go. Okay, so we're logged in. All right, but who's this? This is MGM. Okay. Oh, I got to sign in. Sorry. Okay, All right, sign no in. Problem. Facial recognition. Are you motherfuckers? <laughs> you motherfuckers. I'm going to take a sip of happy dad for this. Just make sure. We're not prepared for these numbers. All right, so it's obviously me, right? Jay, can we get a confirmation? Thumbs up? Thumbs up for the cam? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Win-loss tax info. Let's start with our la most oldest year. So I'll just show you. In 2016, we'll start. Okay. It says there's no win-loss, right? Which means I started playing at MGM after. Okay. So let's go 2015. Oh, sorry, 2017, I mean. 2017. 12,320, something light, nice. right? Just yeah. starting. Getting that's, started. Yeah, that's the Beau Rivage. 2018, we have 46,000 from the Beau. Okay. 80,000 from the, oh, no. Bergata. No, 30, I'm sorry. 46,000 from Beau and 36,000 from Bergata. Okay. Right? Then we're going to go 2019. Just getting warmed up. Okay. okay. I'm just gambling as a degenerate. <laughs> yeah. Right? Didn't take, just for fun. Didn't take it just <laughs> All right. Aria, we got 17,000. Let's see where else. Park, 8,500. Brigada, 16,000. Bo, 2,000. Just, just getting warmed up. Sorry. These numbers are all profit. Yeah. All okay. profit numbers. Yeah. Okay. Aria, we have 185,000. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Bellagio, 150,000. Let's go. MGM Grand, 1,245,275. Okay. You got that one? Stop this. I just went zero to 100 real, real quick. This guy went from 18,000 to 1.1 million. All right. Mirage, four grand. Park MGM, 44,000. Damn, bro. I don't want to listen. I don't want to hear another motherfucker say this guy's lying <laughs> straight up. I don't want to hear another word. Oh, here, I'll let you guys. Look. Yeah, just, just show me the big one. Just show me that one million out here. Yes. So yes. sick. So, MGM Grand, that's, there they are. That's crazy, bro. Legend. That's crazy. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Right now, all I'm doing is buying a new car. Let me show you the house. <laughs> <laughs> what car was it, though? Uh, <laughs> I bought the McLaren with ca the casino's cash. <laughs> I love that. Yo, appreciate you guys. So now we're in 2021. MGM Grand, three million two hundred seven thousand. <laughs> oh That's my good. god! Let me show you guys. This what, what year was this one? 2021. 2021. That's obviously my full name. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the name. Two point two million. Oh. 3.2 million. Jesus Christ. You cleaned Christ. up in 2021, dude. Jesus Christ. No, no, I just showed you the guest house. <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you guys just wait. <laughs> and oh then I'll God. show, just so you see, like, it, that's when I got banned. So then in 2022, it's going to say no win-loss statement. Yeah. Right? Yeah, because I you, you haven't played yeah. there. Okay. Okay, so there's MGM. 
Now let's go to the Venetian. Are you banned here too now? Yeah, yeah. Nice. <laughs> Love that. Facial recognition. The two casinos that I'm not banned from, um, I'm not going to show because, like I said, like we have yeah, like yeah. an arrangement. You know, I don't yeah, ruffle yeah. their feathers. They don't ruffle mine. Cool, so, cool. Yeah. Appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So now we're definitely logged in. It's my full name, right? Hold on. It's definitely me. Yes, sir. Yeah. So in 2018, that's my full name, my address, everything, right? Yeah. Now here it says win loss right yeah, loss okay. is always in print can the mic hear me yeah yeah i got i got it like this turn to you i'll go here like this yeah yeah yeah. so the loss is always in parentheses okay just so you know so that's how it's written out win loss so here i lost for the year it says in english therefore your total estimated win or loss loss being in parentheses at the yeah. venetian resort for the year 2018 is twenty one thousand. Okay. i lost twenty one thousand. okay year. okay okay that's the venetian 2018 mm -hmm. okay my next year playing is 2020. okay Wait, 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 let me show the cam. Yeah, show the cam, show the cam, show the cam. Because you got the mic there we'll too. put the screenshots in after too. Yeah, yeah. So I lost 20,000 in the year 2018 at the Venetian. Now here's my full name, uh, address, player number, full name again. Shows four million two hundred ninety-two thousand five dollars. Jesus Christ! Therefore, your total estimated win-loss at the Venetian Resort for the year 2020 is four million two hundred ninety-two thousand five dollars. And there is no parenthesis. So that's a win. Yeah. Meaning a win. Let's fucking go. 4.2. Yeah. Hold on. I'm just paying taxes on the real house. <laughs> Hold on a second. Paying taxes on the McLaren, though. <laughs> I got something better for you guys. Oh, my God. So now we're going to look at 2021. Okay. This is one of my favorites. Okay. It's a good one. All right. Yeah. You seeing this? <laughs> full name, address, uh, my gratitude rewards number, full name again. So for the year, therefore, your total estimated win-loss, loss is only in parentheses. Therefore, your estimated win at the Venetian Resort for the year 2021 is $10,080,630. All right, I'm gone. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm out of here, I'm bro. Out, I'm out. Open the fucking door. I'm out. Yo, there's so many digits. There's <laughs> so many zeros. Jesus. Guys, he's Christ. not fucking lying. That's all wait, I'm say, bro. I have more. <laughs> okay, That's just groceries bro. for the year. No? Yeah. <laughs> so now we're going to look at the win. Jesus fucking Christ, dude. And gotta, these are all like you can't you can't gamble there anymore. These guys are like, yeah, these no, are all I'm banned from all. Yeah, I mean, yeah, let them go yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, fair, fair, fair. So now I'm logging in. It's login.winresorts.com. Jesus fucking Christ, dude. <laughs> by the way, I've only played at the win two times in my life. Okay. By the way. Okay. Uh, technically, I played a third time with like Logan and Mike once. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But that was like is a Some fun unique times. scenario. Yeah. So your total estimated table win loss again losses in parentheses for the year 2020 is a loss of 2.2 million. Okay. So I lost the first time I ever went to the win. I lost 2.271 and 400. So I lost almost 2.3 million the first wow. time. Okay. Then I went to win a second time. It was my second and only time. Uh, and here your total estimated table win loss this time's a win is for 1.2 million nice okay. so I actually ended the win an overall loser but it was okay because it costed me two point what I say 2.7 million to learn their system I learned it and on a day that I won 4.5 million I took a million dollars from them yeah. I took one <laughs> I took 1.2 million dollars from them so it all worked itself out okay. I was really like I said I was parlaying and leveraging the casinos against each other so you can't have a 100% win rate. Yeah. And I don't want anyone to think that I'm ever pretending that I win 100%. Yeah, yeah. Say, I, I like that you're honest. You showed the loss. Like, you showed... Yeah, I mean, yeah. bro, I have nothing to gain or lose. If I'm a lifetime losing player, yeah. nothing's going to change. I'm yeah. like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. doesn't matter to me. So, I'm, I'm always fully transparent. I always show it. Like, this is what it is. Yeah. yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. I had, like, a couple of losses. I lost the Venetian in 2019. I lost $20,000. I had a couple of losses in MGM properties, of course, you mm -hmm. know. 10,000 here, 15,000 there, maybe 50,000 once in a while. But when you look at all these numbers, I mean, 
You're probably I mean, learning something though every time you lose though. Yeah, too. I'm I'm spending the money as an investment. When I went to the win and I lost the 2.7, I said I'll lose this 2.7 because it's going to help me win, you know, 10 down the line. Yeah. yeah. And it did every time. Is there is there a is there a By the way, I have more casinos. <laughs> oh my god, bro. Yeah. You so got them we'll all. See. Is is there while while you keep logging in, is there a number that you usually go in with like hey, you know, we're playing with this much today or is it does that always change? It always changes. Yeah. So here at the Cosmo, I had to text an executive whose name is Matt Saka. Okay. I said, Matt, I can't log into my account. And I know that when they ban you, a lot of the casino policies is to also shut down your account. Okay. So I said to him, hey, I can't log in. Can you help me? So this is what I said yesterday at 2.55 p.m. I said, hey, Matt, I'm having trouble logging into the site. Can you help me reset my password, please? And that's Matt Saka. He's an executive. He's a big shot in Vegas. Been around for like 40 years. He goes, hey, Mick, how you doing? Hope life's treating you well. Apparently, no one that has been banned has access. If you're looking for your 2021 win-loss statement, I can have them mailed or emailed to wherever you'd like. I said, can you please email me all years I've played at Cosmo? He said, I'm on it. Then I received it. So let me go into my emails. Dope. Damn, so they won't even let you log in, eh? Yeah. At least he sent it, sent it to him, though. So this is yeah. from, I don't know who this guy is. It's Harvey <clears throat> Hollander, and he CC'd Matthew Saka. And it says, attached per your request. So here, I have the first year I played with them, which is, what year does this say? I don't even know what year this is. I don't know if it says the year on here. Oh, 2020, I'm sorry. Please find below the details of your 2020 win-loss statement. And here I'm up about half a million dollars. Again, the loss is only in parentheses, and there's no parentheses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm up half a million. The Cosmo was kind of early on. They also, yeah, they also okay. never gave me um, extended uh, betting limits ever. But I will say, so that was in 2020. Okay. Then in 2021, I lost back a little bit of the money. Mind you, in comparison, so here I lost uh, about a quarter million dollars. So I won half a million, lost back a quarter. I'm still up a quarter million dollars for life, right? Yeah. But you also have to consider that even with like this loss of like a quarter million or even like a loss of two million, it's really drops in a bucket in comparison. Like I can easily <laughs> yeah. go out one night for fun and just light a hundred grand on fire, <laughs> having a good time. Yeah. You know what I mean? I love so that, bro. <laughs> when you really factor it all in, I mean, you guys can have my phone. You can play around on the apps. You no, can do I, anything we, we, you yeah. want. You know? No, dude, the, what I just seen is crazy. I'm gonna send you all the, like screenshots yeah, we'll, of it. We'll add it to the. We'll add it to the the video. Yeah. Damn, bro. We'll add it to the the pod. Jesus Christ. That's and crazy. I have more casinos on here too, and I can keep showing you. But no, that's that, that's more than enough. Bro. Do you have like, a, do, you do you have do an it? estimated idea of lifetime earnings so far out of Vegas casinos specifically? Sure, both. Jesus. Congratulations, bro. <laughs> Did you bet sports at all? I'm curious. I'm the that's worst. Just me asking. I am the worst sports better you have ever met in your <laughs> okay. life. This is not a joke. Okay. I've won one sports bet in history. It was a UFC fight, and I won it in the last round. I think that it was like an option. Uh, it was like I don't even know what it was. I'm, te- I'm a terrible sports better. Yeah, I'm okay. the worst. No, I'm just curious. I'm if just you want to know, by the way, if you want to know the locks of the centuries of your betting sports, ask me my real opinion and do the opposite. Okay. For real? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I got you. I'm the worst. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, listen, before we get to our famous question, I got to ask, is there an end goal? Is there an end goal to all of this? I got no plan, man. I'm just living my best life and that's it. Like, oh, I fucking love that. Yeah, I take it as it comes. I've survived such hostile environments in my life without a plan that there's nothing with the resources the resources I have now that I can't survive. Yeah. Yeah. I agree, bro. Wow. I hey, man, listen, you've the way you've done it, I think you've lived a life that I think people 
would maybe love or hate to live, but experiences that like, you know, I'd say 90% of the people in this world will never experience. So you're having fun, bro. And I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm fuck. I just saw, I just saw $10 million. So do you, whatever. Do you think if you didn't have that upbringing that you had, you'd be here today? Like, do you ever regret things that you've done? Yeah. I mean, I have like a lot of like, uh, remorse and, um, like a lot of like second guessing, you know, like, um, Bro, like my life could have taken such a a safer route. I could have done things like so calmly and correctly, and I could have still been very successful. And um, I could have done it without the pain that I actually endured. You know, I, I could have. I think that made it. you stronger, though. <clears throat> yeah, I don't disagree. But like, what do you need the strength for if you're never in battle? Yeah. Damn, bro, this guy's fucking me up right now. <laughs> this guy's just got his fucks guy, crazy. Bro, Dropping bars right now. Are you sure you can't be a rapper? You said you can't be a rapper, but I don't know. I, I started rapping actually for fun. <laughs> I, have, I have like a group of songs. Like Lil Keed, rest in peace, Lil Keed. I love you, man. Uh, Lil Keed's last song ever is my first song ever. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we didn't release it yet. Um, you know, when when it's um you know, when it's when it's like po you know, after he passes away, there becomes like so many more hoops to jump through. Yeah, yeah. It's also a really sensitive situation. I know. So yeah, I yeah. told uh, his manager Zoe, I said, Hey, listen, man, like I don't need the money. Like, let's release a song because it's a really cool thing. And I would like to donate all of it to his kid's mother. Wow. He actually his his kid's mother was actually pregnant when he passed away and unfortunately she yeah. ended up losing the baby. Wow. And uh, she and I are still in touch. Wow. So I said, Yeah, I said his mom and his kid's mom, I said, Let me just uh like donate whatever comes in off this song yeah 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 i have a song with kill cody i got a song with 2k baby i got a i got a song with uh wet brain i got a song with chief keef i got yeah i got a song coming with uh, these are all out i didn't release any of them okay, yet okay. they're putting it together so you gotta like, let us know you gotta let yeah, us know yeah for sure, for sure i can play you some uh like when that we're not airing like i'll play it just so you can Dope, hear it yeah, i'm yeah. like not good i'm doing it for fun man nah, it's been like, a real this. blast no fuck it but all these dudes are like really in my corner all these guys you That's know and, uh, they're helping me a lot I have to ask just because we're like, you know, we're from Toronto. Shout out my guy, Drake, Champagne Poppy. I saw you have a pick with him. Were you guys gambling together? What was that? Uh, I don't want to say too much. I think okay. that I, right, what I learned right. kind of the hard way about, about Drake was I think that he really doesn't like when people use his name. I yeah. think that's, I think I learned that. Well, because he's so fucking famous. It's yeah. ridiculous. And probably yeah. everybody's after him just to claim something about Drake. Like, yeah. imagine your claim, your whole claim to fame, your whole personal personality is just knowing somebody else. I yeah. know. You know and, <laughs> True. It's kind of fucked. Yeah. And I think it happened because he, when he and I were talking one time, I called, you know, the fake Drake? Yeah. Yeah. yeah what yeah, a, yeah. what an idiot. <laughs> yeah. What a bum. That's another whole other story. <laughs> That's crazy. Eh? Yeah. So he just made his whole life just look like Drake. Yeah. So fake Drake hits me up one time. He's like, yo, you want to gamble for me something? And I'm like, not really, but like, let's talk if the money's right, you know? So we talked and he goes, can you, can you post with me? Can we make content about us gambling? I said, I don't know. It seems weird. So I called Drake, the real Drake. And I was like, yo, you know, this dude is pretending to be you, whatever. And he goes, he goes, yeah, that dude's mad weird. Right. Yeah. And I was like, um, you know, like I got, he wants me to post it. I'm like, how do you feel about that? And, and in slightly different words, the real Drake goes, you know, the real Drake and you know, fake Drake. If you might offend one of them, don't you think you should pick a side? You know, yeah, I, said, yeah. I said, say less. But then, so then the fake Drake ends up going on, uh, I forget what, what, what podcast he did an interview somewhere okay. and he talks about me and the real Drake. But the thing is he lied. He, he, he took everything out of context. Damn. And so, so Drake, the real Drake, he sends me the link right away and he goes, look at this, look at this clown saying, look at this fool saying he's lying on both our names and this whole thing. And me and Drake were talking and it's like, yeah, yeah. And I had noticed that if you use his name, you really doesn't appreciate it. He probably actually won't even appreciate much me saying his name now, but 
uh, I, I only have mad love for the dude, yeah. like really cool, but I think he's very private. And I think if he wants to share information, it should come from him. Yeah, yeah. yeah I facts. respect that. No, like we that. asked just because, I mean, we had uh, we had his, his close producer, Boy Wanda, on the pod not too long yeah. ago. And we're from the city, right? Big fans of him and what he's done. And dude, the, the guy is like, you want to talk about famous? Jesus fucking Christ. Like, there's yeah, he's no, like there's, Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah. There's no level. one more famous than him. But anyways, with that being said. Give it to him, bro. Bro, we're the NBH podcast, Money Buys Happiness. Do you believe money buys happiness? Um, nah, for sure not. Okay. But what it does do is it buys you access to things that make you happy. Okay. All right, done. Wrap it up. We're good. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> no. fucking simple. No, I mean, dude, like, okay. Obviously, your life has taken a lot of turns, left, rights, ups, downs. I'm sh- I'm, I can imagine, I would guess that having the money you have Are you happier has made now? Things, yeah. things easier, has given you a little bit more access to some happiness. I've had some of my most happy experiences um probably off the camera right like privately yeah i would say i've had more experiences that overall equal more happiness because of the money and because of all this than i would have otherwise my most fun moments come when there's no money involved and it's just like me and my buddies and like we're just like locked ourselves in the house or we go go karting like we love go karting and all that kind of stuff and um and so like we just like to act wild like ride dirt bikes, ride BMX, and that stuff is, like, minimal. But I think I've had more, like, I think, like, the level of happy might be less, but there's so much of it accumulated yeah. because of things that money got me mm. that, uh, that like, it, like overall, I would have more fun because of the money than without the money. Fair. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, you're rich as fuck, so, I mean, like, <laughs> I trust you. I trust him. Anyways, yo, man, listen. I fucking appreciate you coming on, dude. It's been an absolute pleasure. What a chat. We've been going we've been going hard here. It's been Damn. going for a while. It's like a soccer game but, over uh, here. Oh, yeah. I'm, I see some cash behind the camera. We trying to... <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this is my boy, uh, Rico. So we're actually taking off from Vegas. As soon as we wrap here, we're okay. jumping in the in the G-Wagon and taking off. Oh, let's go. And, uh, okay. And we're going to go gamble a little. So he just picked up some cash to take with us. Let's go. What are we What are we rocking with here? It's 100K, I think. It's like 100 <laughs> rocks. <laughs> Jesus Christ, show it to the camera, show it to the fucking camera. Now I'm like a real rapper. Yeah, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> yes, yeah. right out on the arm, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> That's yeah, crazy, I'm just dude. playing. Yeah, no, 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 but yeah, so we have to shoot over to Vegas, so. Okay, you guys How long are you staying there for? I have to do, uh, I'm going to go to the fight tomorrow night. Okay. Um, I got Rich the Kid, I got Rich the Kid tonight, the fight tomorrow night. Uh, we're going to screw around on Sunday. Monday, I got a little bit of work to do. Tuesday, I got another interview. Wednesday, I'll be back to LA. And okay. then I think I'm going to go shoot to Philly and go kick it with a little Uzi for a bit. Sick. What a fucking schedule. Jesus you just Christ, said, what a life, bro. <laughs> Holy fuck. Wow. That, all right, guys, if you're watching this, that's 100K. And if you're listening, I wish I could help you hear how it sounds, but that's 100K. How, mu- how, much, are we, how much are we looking to win off of that? Uh, realistically, I'm going to tell you my goal What's is the goal? Uh, to leave with 300. So triple up, triple 200K up. profit. Yeah. All right. Let's 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 hope it's like let's go for a mil though in reality. <laughs> coach, coach, is that cool? Can we go for a mil? Or we're just going for coach. Three? What are we really going for here? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, once again, brother, yeah. I appreciate pleasure, you. Yeah. It's been an absolute pleasure, Thank you, bro. And uh, hopefully we'll have you back on. Yep. Yeah, I'm definitely down. Something I do want to leave with though. Yeah. So please. people started commenting on like little like uh, motions I make. Like I stick my tongue out a lot when I talk, or I touch my mouth and stuff. Before some of you people like start saying stuff i actually have mild tourettes so that's actually why Damn, I'm doing don't you it. feel bad now <laughs> yeah. peeps you like, fucking pieces of shit assholes. Yeah, like people are like coming up with all these conspiracy theories on why i do it he's, he's a reptilian he's this he's that Holy it's like it's like it's like, no, it's like not play i got tourettes 
<laughs> Don't y'all feel bad now, eh? <laughs> the make sure we clip that. Make sure we clip that shit. The is crazy. Yo, man, yeah. that's cool. Fuck you guys for real, you yeah. pieces of shit. No, but again, man, appreciate you. We'll have to do this again for sure. Yeah, yeah, and, definitely. Uh, on that note, we are out. <laughs>